Welcome, everyone, to Burgess Power Hour, and this is Trusting Your Intuition. This is tonight, tomorrow, this morning, whenever you're listening to the call. If you're on the call live, lucky you. You get to uh, connect with the energy of what we're building here. And uh, if, again, if this is your first time, Excuse me, when is it tomorrow? (laughs) Well, in Malaysia, it could be tomorrow. So I have a lot of graduates in Asia. And therefore, yeah, a lot of times people, they may be listening to this tomorrow or tonight or this morning. It just you know, depends on where you are in the world. I so I just want to welcome everyone, especially if you're new uh, to Essence of Being or to Burgess Power Hour, and uh, just uh, I welcome you. And I'm glad that you're here. And those of you who have been on the calls, I also welcome you because your energy is awesome. So just uh, before I uh, get started and give you some parameters on how we play, uh, just shout out where you're calling from. Alicia calling from Atlanta. Atlanta. Fort Lauderdale, California. Fort Lauderdale, California. Pampana Beach, Florida. Florida. Lawrenceville, Florida. Florida. All over the place. Orlando, Florida. All over the place. Florida. <laughs> and you have a vibration, a vibration, a vibration. Okay, so that's awesome. Do I have my uh, Canadians on or my Hawaiians on or my other people on from other countries? Are you here? Florida, Florida, Florida. Hi, Kate's here from Toronto. Hawaii's here. Toronto, oh, yay. Hello, hi. Hello, Hola. So uh, welcome, everyone. And what I'm going to do now is um, I want to just give you the parameters. I don't want to really mute everybody, but um, if you have background noise, please mute yourself. You can hit star six. That will mute you. Uh, When you talk again, all you have to do is hit star six one more time, and that will unmute you. If I get a lot of background noise, I'll go ahead and just mute everybody. And then if you want to say something which I encourage, of course. I'm very experiential. If you want to say something, then all you will have to do is hit star six, and that will allow you to come back and talk to us. Okay. So um, hopefully we'll just keep the lines open, and you can just chat when you uh, have a question or if you want to interact. And there will be some fun that we're going to do together tonight about our own intuition, trusting our intuition. So that's always a fun topic for me because I get a lot of questions about that. Um, so we're going to hop right into it. Just know that if you can, um, it either live or while you're listening to it again on the playback, uh, get a pen and paper out. Make sure you have something to write with because um, we'll go in and ask some questions a little bit later on just to kind of see how well you trust your intuition. And I'm going to give you some tools perhaps on how to shift that or help support that so that you'll know the difference about what is my intuition and how do I trust it, okay? So uh, without further ado, let me give you a definition of intuition. So I, I looked it up just to, you know, Webster's Dictionary of what is intuition. So intuition is your ability to understand something immediately without needing conscious reasoning. So 
So I thought that was interesting as a definition for intuition, ability to understand something immediately without consciously reasoning. So that 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 kind of stuck with me about the conscious part. That seems to be the difference between intuition and fear. And how do you know the difference? How do you discern? If you're trying to make a decision about something or if you're trying to hone in on and trust your, your instincts and your intuition, how do you do that? How do you know it's not fear stopping you or making Ooh. you do something? So go ahead and mute yourself, star six, please, because I can hear background noise. And um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, mute everybody if uh, if that keeps happening, okay? So trust your intuition. Trust can also mean a firm belief in reliability. So I thought that was an interesting thought, too. about it. It's a firm belief that you have about reliability, about someone or something. That is what trust can mean. Because I always talk about, I talk about trust a lot in all the workshops and play shops that we do, but when you're talking about your intuition, it really is a trust level, isn't it? Sometimes you just don't know. Is this really my intuition speaking or is this something else? So I also was driving, I was helping somebody in the um, hospital yesterday and today and one of my dear friends, dear, dear, dear friends and people that I've known forever and that's a graduate of Essence of Being and then he's done well, his name is uh, Colin Tipping and he has written Radical Forgiveness and so I just wanted to do a shout out to him because we had a long talk about a lot of things and intuition is one of them and you know, how do you know what decision to make is right? So what I thought is here's the you know you talk about into it let me into it so what does that mean into it what is it if I'm going to go into it what is it so it to me what is it is source it is God it is higher self it is our spirit it is our consciousness it is our gut it is our spirit guides if you will. It's our connection. So when we say have your intuition and trust it, it's going within, isn't it? Going inside into it. And what do we do sometimes when we have some intuition? We think about it, don't we? We go, is that really, is that the right decision? Uh, Do we follow our intuition or do we talk ourselves out of it? I mean, have you ever done that? Have you ever had uh, a knowing and you didn't follow it, and then later on you regretted it because you didn't follow your intuition. Because in my world and in my opinion, okay, your intuition is always right. It's never wrong. So if you keep asking yourself, is this the right thing or the wrong thing? Am I supposed to do this? Am I not? So sometimes we go into fear and we start intellectualizing things and we start analyzing every every decision that we make and trying to understand is that really intuition or is it fear but again i'm going to say it intuition is always right so to me the 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 special part of all of this is how do you discern how do you discern if it's fear or intuition so i'm going to go ahead and put everybody on mute
And if you want to say something, all you have to do is hit star six, okay? And if you hit star six, that'll bring you into uh, the call. So you can ask questions or share something that you want to share. And one of the questions I've been asking myself lately has been, you know, I'm one of those people that say, I'm going to bring something. I, I travel a lot because of the workshops and play shops that I do and speaking and all of that, okay? So I take a lot of stuff with me sometimes and I think, I'm going to take this just in case I need it. Now, my thought is, okay, am I taking this because I think I'm going to need it because it's my intuition? Or am I taking this just in case I might need it and therefore I create a reason to justify needing it? So I always wonder about that because I've always been a just-in-case girl, right? I want to make sure I have what I need for the workshops or I want to make sure I have what I need for whatever I'm doing and just in case I take it. So the question is, is that intuition <laughs> or, or am I creating situations to justify me taking it so that I can say, boy, I sure am glad I took it or boy, I sure am glad I'm, I uh, remembered that because if I hadn't, we wouldn't have it. So that's just an interesting little question I want to throw out there to all of you so you can decide if that's something that you might be doing as well. I don't know the answer, um, but I just wanted to share that question that was coming up uh, for me. So, this is Audrey. Could I say something on that? Sure. Okay. I mean, I'm generally guided by intuition, and even I, who people come to see because of my gifts in that area, sometimes question. Um, but if it comes where it's just that, to me, when it's intuition, it's usually a calm, quiet voice, usually. However, sometimes it's pretty, a little rowdy. I was in the Twin Towers in New York the night before um, 9-11. And all I can say is everything in me wanted to leave, everything. I wasn't comfortable. I actually told them I was in landmark education on an assisting agreement. So my, my, what do you call it, mine, the rational one thought, oh, you just don't like doing this anyway, which I didn't. And so I said I wanted to leave. I didn't feel well because I didn't. My stomach hurt everything. And they told me if I left, I would have to do it again, come back to make it up. Ugh, I didn't want that. So I got quiet for a half second and kind of like, quote, unquote, looked. And I got that I could do that and get the heck out really fast. So I stayed and literally almost ran out of, you can't run out of the World Trade Center. You have to take elevators. And as soon as I was out of the building and on the subway, I felt better. And the next day, I knew why I felt so sick. So that's a perfect, perfect example, Audrey. Uh, Thank you for sharing that, honey. I appreciate that. And that's a perfect example of following your intuition and knowing it's right. And so the discernment is what I want to talk about, is how do we discern is that intuition or is that fear? And what the differences are between decisions versus choice. So let me give you a little background on that, about decision versus choice. So you're saying going quiet, and that's going to be one of the tools I use as well. Okay, so that's perfect. So the etymology or the origin of the word decision is decide. D means divide, and side means kill. 
So those are the origins of the word decision, decide. So you could look at a decision that you have is basically killing the ones you don't want, killing out the options that you don't want through thought and logic. For, give me, like, I'll give you an example. So it's sort of like you say, okay, if you're going to an ice cream store, you say, I don't like vanilla, therefore I like chocolate. Well, that's a decision. You're basically killing off the fact that you don't like vanilla, okay? You're dividing it up and deciding at that point, and you're, you're putting thought to it. So that's a decision as opposed to a choice. A choice is, I just feel like it. I have no reason. There is no conscious reason why. I just want chocolate. Why? Because I want it. Because I feel like it. Because I like it. Well, why do you like it? I don't know. It's just, that's just, there's no reason. So the differences between, I thought that was interesting too, the difference between a decision and a choice, decision puts thought and consciousness into it, and you have to decide and discern as opposed to a choice is just a feeling. There's no form. Just like intuition to me. There's no form to it. It's not... Um, it's not a structure that you can relate to. You can think about it and decide if you're going to do it or not. But for me, when you have an intuition or a knowing about something, you trust the message. So how do you trust the message? You can go ahead and think about it. You get this reaction or this response or this gut feeling, as they call it. And you can think about it. But the difference is you don't you, you never change the, your mind. So in other words, you can think about your intuition and say, "Is that intuition? I'm not going to change my mind because it it really feels real to me, and there's no form to it, and it's a feeling." So when you don't trust it, that's when you start breaking it down into your mind and saying, "Okay, let me talk myself out of it or into it," because I'm not sure. I- is this fear or is this not fear? Is this you know, is this the right decision? Is this the wrong decision? So not I, trust. Pardon me. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you weren't on. I was going to ask, uh, mention something. Sure. Okay. So I'm kind of on this journey of discovering what my intuition is, and um, I really love the the small, quiet voice concept. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Nancy Matthews had mentioned that, and. That's helped me quite a bit to to distinguish between the intuition and the fear, uh-huh. um, or even like you know she was saying even like excitement and enthusiasm and all those kinds of emotions too. That it's it's more of a knowing. But then the other side of it is there, there are other things that you know. How do I? So even if I say if I'm afraid, then I'm not going to trust my what I think might be intuition because I'm also afraid. So I'm not going to you know, trust that that's intuition. That's right. That's right. So, so what about other types of more mild forms? So, uh, is it a good idea or is it intuition? Is it cognitive bias or is it intuition? Is it, uh, hope or is it intuition? You know, all of these other things that aren't intuition. Let me give you some examples and you tell me if this helps you. Okay. And I certainly, uh, Nancy's a graduate, of essence of being and she knows she's definitely um is a good 
uh, distinctions about, she's learned a lot of different distinctions about things, about fear and intuition. And I want to, for me, I'm going to go through a lot of different ways. And then we're going to go on paper and you get to decide and write down some things about your own trusting yourself and trusting your intuition and what that means, okay? So hopefully that will get answered in, in this whole outcome. I'll come back to it, okay? Okay. So, okay, because it's true. There are a lot of different things you can call it. But how can you discern? How can you discern your false limiting fears from intuition, which can keep you safe or can help you make the right, quote, right decision? And again, what I say is your intuition is never wrong. It is your spirit self. It is your inner knowing. If it's telling you not to do something, a good indicator will be that you'll feel it in your gut. I mean, it is literally your gut instinct. That's the mammalian part of your brain, okay? So let me give you an example of, like, taking a job across the country. So let's say you receive a call that you've been chosen for a dream job. However, it's in California, and you live in Georgia, let's say. So you would need to move your family across the country and leave your friends and your family in Georgia behind. Although the job you know, feeds your soul and it allows you to truly make a difference in the world, the cost of living difference means you'd be making less money. So what do you do? How do you decide? First, you get quiet. You focus on your breathing. You empty your mind of all thought. And as you get still and centered, begin to think about this new job and say out loud, this new job is in the highest and best good for all concerned. And then pay attention to your body. If you feel a tingling sensation in your gut, that is your intuition giving you the go-ahead. And after you say that out loud, this new job is the highest and good for all concerned, if your mind begins to list all the reasons why you shouldn't take the job, or leaving your friends and family, or finding a place to live, or starting over, that is fear. Fear can ramble. Fear can make excuses. Intuition is a feeling, and it's never wrong. So the difference is your gut. So what happens, so what about the fear part when the fear comes up? So there are three fear responses that we can experience, right? Fight, flight, or freeze. So these are those reptilian brain responses, and most of us are familiar with fighting or fleeing, right? Flight. If you're being chased by a bear, you flee. Or you can stay, or you can fight him. Or you freeze in place, becoming, you know, you can just freeze. So a lot of us don't make, we just don't move. We are afraid to make the decision to take action. So sometimes we do freeze in the face of fear. So we may be perched on the edge of something great, but we freeze, not able to take the action. And this is actually the lowest rung of the fear ladder because you want to stay in motion. If you're fleeing or fighting, at least you're moving. And if you're moving, you're creating a ripple. And if you're creating a ripple, you're making a difference somehow. And if you're making a difference somehow, you're learning. And if you're learning, you're growing. And if you're growing, you're creating. 
then you have, then you make a difference in the world. So how do we move through fear to make our dreams come true? So the first part is you've got to imagine what is it that you really want. You have to picture it. There's, you know, in all of our workshops, of course, we talk about visioning and all the different techniques on how to really get clear about what it is that you want. Your intuition, follow your intuition and that guides you. But again, it can get muddied up sometimes because of the fear. So set the intention that whatever it is that you want, whatever your dreams are that you want to make come true, that it's already yours. So experience that that conviction that you already have it, that you deserve it. You just need to claim it. It's right there. So once you set your intention on that, you focus on the outcome. Let's say that you want a loving and committed relationship. That's great. You can focus on the outcome of a loving and related, uh, a loving and committed relationship. Focus on that, but you must let go of being attached to the outcome. So let me say that again. You set the intention, you focus on the outcome, and then you let it go. And this is the important part, letting it go. And I always say, I I choose this or something better. So if you have sent sent the the intention out there that you want a loving and committed relationship and you send that out to the universe, that's what you want. But if you say you're attached to that person being a certain way, a certain, you know, blonde, 5 feet 11, you know, with a tattoo or whatever, you may miss the other ten that are right there in front of you who are ready to be loving and committed and possess the true qualities you're looking for. So it gets kind of sketchy when I say focus on the outcome, but don't be attached to it. And by releasing the attachment to the outcome, you're open. You've opened up your blinders, and you're leaving space for the right and perfect relationship or job or opportunity to come to you. So if you want to be attached to something, be attached to to the journey, not the outcome. So for me, that's important to understand when fear comes up, so we just do it anyway, right? So understanding the feeling part is the intuition, is our inner guidance, is our inner knowing, is that quiet place that says yes. So any of you who do kinesiology, which is muscle testing, that's a great way to do it. And one of the ways that I always ask is this or something better, or if I'm trying to make a decision about something, if I if my my intuition tells me to go do something, oftentimes I do my little test. This is the best and highest good for all concerned. And I say that. I say that out loud. And I test it. And if I get a little tingling in my tummy that I do it. If I start making up excuses or thinking about it in a in a way of all the limitations, then I realize that that's fear. So, let's find out. Let's go ahead and find out what your trust levels are for yourself and your intuition and the lists of things that you can focus on. Okay. So if you get your pen your pencil out, let's see what's in there about trusting yourself and trusting your intuition and what that means to you. So I want you just to do a down and dirty. I'm just want you I'm going to ask you a question and you just say yes or no. 
you can say it to yourself or write it down or whatever. So the, and say it as quickly as possible. This is a stream of consciousness thought, okay? So don't think about it too long. Do I trust God or the universe? Yes or no? Do I trust myself? Yes or no? And then write down the first things that come up right now. When I say, when I trust myself, it feels... Go ahead and finish that sentence. Just write down the first things that come up. When I trust myself, it feels... What does it feel like? And then ask yourself this question. Can I trust myself to make clear decisions? Yes or no? Can I trust myself to make clear decisions? Yes or no? So just kind of notice notice what you wrote, okay? Notice if you said yes or no, do I trust God or the universe or my higher self, whatever you want to call spirit or source? And also notice when you said, I trust myself, did you say yes or no? And what does it feel like when you trust yourself? How does it feel? And it's my belief that we are all part of the universal divine, God, energy, source, spirit, whatever you want to call that, that we're all part of that. So if, if you said yes to one and no to the other, then then you could be having this disconnect that we're all part of the same thing. So if you said, yes, I do trust God, but I don't trust myself, or vice versa, then there's some kind of a separation there, a disconnect of the inner knowing or the knowing that you are not allowing to come into your life. So if that's the case, if you had uh, two different answers, yes and no's there, and if you had different answers when you said, can I trust myself to make clear decisions, a great affirmation is, I choose to trust. I choose to trust. It is something that you do every single day. If you choose every morning when you wake up, say, I choose to trust my intuition. I choose to trust trust myself. I choose to trust. I choose to trust my own discernment. I choose to trust my discernment of understanding when there are trustworthy people in my world. I mean, because haven't we all been betrayed before or... We've trusted somebody and they've let us down. We certainly have, many of us. They've let us down sometimes. And so therefore, we're kind of uh, 
cautious sometimes to trust ourselves again to discern is that person trustworthy and it may not have turned out the way that we wanted it to or think it could have turned out therefore we feel kind of uh, sketchy so how do you discern if they're trustworthy how can you trust your intuition that they're trustworthy so again it's that tickle in your tummy if you if you start making up all the excuses in your head then that can be fear if you feel it in your gut that's intuition and remember always say it's my highest good for all concerned if you say it that way that i choose to trust my highest good for all concerned you can't go wrong i'm sorry Somebody uh, uh, mute yourself, please. You've got background noise, and I've muted everybody, so you need to mute yourself, star six. Okay. So if I want you to do this for me now, just for a minute. I want you to think of somebody that you've trusted in your life and that, that didn't let you down. And just notice if you can't think of anybody, but try to think of somebody or imagine someone that that you trusted and they didn't let you down. So, what's your def- definition of letting somebody down? I mean, everybody's so in other words, wrong. If now. you trusted, if you trusted somebody and they came through for you, they didn't let you down. Oh, so they could be wrong sometimes, or they could be human, but you know, just... right? If yeah, right. So you trusted them, and and at times they came through for you. They came through on their word, let's say. That is someone who can be trustworthy, okay? So just think about somebody like that. I have several, including you, Burge. <laughs> Thank you, Lucky. That's great. Well, think of at least one, okay? Hopefully most of you can say me, but you know, just definitely think of at least one person. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to write down what you appreciate about that person. And again, think you know, just notice if you can't think of any anybody. But if you can, or if you can't think of anybody, just imagine what it, what it would feel like. Write down what you appreciate about them, what you liked about them at that moment. What what did you appreciate about them? Someone you trusted. And they came through. They were reliable. You could depend on them. So just jot down a couple of attributes or things about them that you appreciate. And then once you've finished that, once you've written down some attributes or things that you loved about them or appreciated about them or that you liked, now I want you to go back and put your name in it. I want you to imagine your name with all of those attributes and say, I love or appreciate myself for. 
So you just replace whatever it is you wrote about them and you put yourself in that. I loved and appreciated myself or what I liked about myself is. Yeah, so just notice how that feels. Because we project on each other. We do. We project our feelings on each other. And if you can focus on the people that have come through for you in your life, that are trustworthy, and put yourself as basically their projections of you, that you could trust yourself enough. You could trust yourself to know that they were trustworthy in, in that moment. That you're the trustworthy one. That you can trust yourself. That you are the one that has the intuition to and to be able to discern. That you can create more of that because my intention is hopefully you feel good about that. You feel good about yourself going, wow, I'm all those things. I can appreciate and love and like all those things about me. And that's what you can project out. And that's who you'll attract to you. More of that. And those of you who have taken my workshops and play shops, you know that trust when trust is down and drama is up there's a zero sum game going on so if you feel like the, you know the more that you can trust yourself the more that you feel good about your own intuition and your own discernments on how you can discern what's fear what's real what your message is, and trust that more and more and more, that's what you're going to attract to you, more and more people that you can trust, more and more people that you will attract to you, that you can, that are trustworthy. So if your life right now is your trust is down and your drama is up, then you are could be playing in that zero-sum game. Nobody wins. And if you want to rebuild trust, in your life, with yourself, okay, or others, because trust is a, there's three parts to trust. I'm, I didn't really, really want to go into trust tonight, but it, it's important because it, it is about trusting your intuition. But there are three parts to trust, trusting yourself, trusting others, and trusting your connection or the universe or God or source or spirit or higher self. So there are different levels to it. So this, the intuition part is connecting with source. The intuition part is trusting yourself, keeping little agreements with yourself. So again, if you want to rebuild trust with yourself or others, make small agreements and keep them. Make small agreements and keep them. That builds trust. 
that builds trust with yourself, that builds trust with other people. And let me tell you something. If you're one of those people who, uh, I think there was a study done recently about women, that 37% of women don't trust their partners. Okay? And if you're one of those, if you are in business or in relationships, and if you're a man, I think it, it was a little better. I think it was like 49% or 50, almost 50% of men trusted their partners. But in business or relationships, if you're one of those who are always looking for ways that they're not being trustworthy, <laughs> then more times than not, you often will find it. And what that means is, again, going back to an everyday practice of, I choose to trust today. So start looking for evidence that you have trustworthy people in your life, and that you can trust yourself. Start looking for that evidence. Choosing to trust every day. It is a choice. It's a feeling. And guess what? We all do it every day. We trust so many people. We, don't, we just take it for granted. We trust all these strangers in our lives all the time. When you go, when you go into an airline, when you go into a flight, you trust the pilot. You put your life in that pilot's hands. Uh, we trust other people on the street, on the cars, that they're not going to run into us, that they're going to follow the guidelines. We trust that they're in their lane. We trust that uh, when we go to the grocery store, we're going to have food there. I mean, we trust stuff about ourselves all the time. We trust that we're going to wake up. And we trust that our bodies are going to work, that our heart's going to beat. We trust that, you know, there's clothes for us to put on. We trust that when we turn on the flicker on the switch, that the light's going to turn on, that we have electricity. It's a, we take it for granted every day. We trust every day. I mean, you trust that when you go buy a ticket, you know, for a movie, that the movie's going to play. That's trusting it. You trust that I'm going to be here at 7 o'clock, every third Wednesday of every month, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that is. So it you make small agreements and you keep them, and that builds the trust. But the thing I wanted to remind us all is that we take trust for granted. We take our intuition for granted sometimes. So, really, it's just the discernment, okay? It's just the discernment of trusting other people and trusting ourselves. And one of the best ways to do that, is, again, is saying things like, it's in my highest good. It's in the highest good for all concerned. I choose this decision to be the highest and best for all concerned. You can't go wrong doing that. You just can't. Now, I know a lot of us have these best intentions that we that we say we want and that we do, and they may not work out the way that we think it's going to. I mean, we may get into a partnership or a business or something that doesn't work out the way we wanted it to. So you have to consciously choose to allow the highest 
and best good for all concerned. So maybe instead of beating yourself up and not trusting your intuition and saying, I should have, you know, I should have uh, followed my intuition, something told me not to do it, and I did it anyway. Instead of beating yourself up about that, just know that everything, in my world anyway, everything has a reason. Allow the highest and best for all concerned. You learn something. But at least you're participating and you're playing. And remember, choice and decision, the differences between those two things. A choice is just because I want to. A choice is a feeling. Your intuition is a feeling. It's an immediate feeling. And the cool thing about this is if you if you train yourself, it's just like riding a bike. You you know, the more you do it, the easier it gets. Train yourself to when you get that little nudge, like Audrey did in her example. You get that little nudge, just trust it. Trust that intuition and know that's a nudge and that's your gut telling you yes or no. Do something or not something, or don't do something. If you start analyzing it and making up all these excuses and fears and things of what could happen if you do or don't do that, then that's moving you into intuition, into fear. And as we all know, fear can paralyze us. That's when we freeze. Or run, or fight, or whatever it, whatever we, however we come out of that. Does anybody want to share anything about what they wrote down? Yes or no? Or Berg, yeah. Berg, it's Christina in Hawaii. Hi, Christina. Um, hi. First, I want to tell you because you know I have I'm the owner of Love Affair with Thyself, so everything that you're saying is just such a beautiful alignment mirror of the movement itself, which is not really about me. It's just about people loving themselves. So I want to thank you for that. But I just had this beautiful breakthrough, and I'm probably going to cry because this is the personal piece. Because you know, m- you know, my dad passed away not too long ago. Oh, I'm um, sorry to hear that, honey. And and it's really interesting because there was nothing in the space between him and I. It was pure love. We did all our work. We circled. All, I mean, I've been very blessed in that sense. But there was this piece that I, I just I haven't been trusting anything or anyone or the world or even myself because. And I just got it just now on the phone with you. You know, I was we were told he had 18 months to five years to live, and he died five months later. And it was like, you know, I'm like so literal. I felt like, who tells that? Who tells a family that someone's going to die at this period of time, making us think we had all this time, and then we didn't. And I'm noticing through this call the impact on me. And I just got it like just now. Like, why am I not feeling, why am I, I like, because I, I've been withholding. I'm like, I don't want to do the work that I know I can do because I can feel that I'm not trusting. Like, I don't even trust myself, and I love trusting myself. I feel awesome when I trust myself. I love intuition. But something was blocking me, and that was it. It was like, it became so clear to me as you're talking that I want to thank you for that. Oh, honey, you're welcome and my pleasure. And, 
you know, it's the not getting it that takes the time. And I'm, uh, I know that your dad made that decision. And, and my belief, and this doesn't have to be anybody else's, but, you know, that we all choose and we come and we go, and that's my belief. And even though they said one thing, that certainly can uh, keep you from, you know, the block of trusting. Um, well, there's a thread there for me, too, because, you know, I also had his son die about 23 years ago, and I was told he may live to two years, and he died 16 days later. So there, there's, like, a thread for me there. Yeah, oh, totally, totally. <laughs> like, oh. numbers, and, oh. yeah. Yeah, so if somebody te- so again, I mean, I know the intellectual part for you, and for most of us, the intellectual part, we want to figure it out and analyze it, and if you say it's going to be a certain thing, we kind of hold to that as the truth. And want to trust that, and certainly when a de- if in a death situation, we have a lot a lot of attachment to that, don't we? So we really want to have that attachment of they're going to live this long, and then when that's ripped away from us, then I can understand how that would make you feel. I can't trust these numbers or these people or these thoughts or myself or anything and so when it comes to those life or death type situations i mean um it makes it very real to us and so i'm just congratulations to you for allowing yourself just to go there and to believe that just to shift your belief about you know what you know that was his decision whenever it's his time and you know, there are a lot of layers to that. There's sadness and totally. and upset and all kinds of stuff. Totally. I mean, I'm in agreement with you. And when he was diagnosed, I, you know, I thought I had it together. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to honor whatever he wants. And it's when he goes, it's his time to go. And I had all that down. But I also had in my mind a time period, and I expected those doctors to know yeah, well, and to not know. mislead me. And so they're not yeah. in control. <laughs> I know, I know, and I know that. But and I know heart, you know that, and we all yeah. know that, right? We all have this intellectual thing of I know that. It's it's the piece that happens when it actually happens. It's like, well, wait a minute, that's not the way it was in my picture in my in my heart. Exactly, so. exactly. And the thing about that too is that the reason I'm profoundly grateful for this call is because my inability to trust even myself, it, it's been negatively impacting everything. And I don't, I, I'm really um, committed to do no harm in every area of my life. And I've just been like feeling awful, you know, like, oh my God, what happened to me? So thank you. You're welcome, honey. And listen, trust and allow and don't ask how. And choose a daily practice for all of us to say, today I choose to trust myself. Today I choose to trust my intuition. Today I choose to trust. Yes. And trust and allow and don't ask how. I'm in. (laughs) That's a great affirmation for all of us. Trust and allow (laughs) and don't ask how because when we get into the how and the why and the when, that can trip us up a little bit. Totally. So you're welcome. Thank you. My pleasure, honey. Thank you. Okay. Perfect. Anybody else want to share? Hi, Burge. It's, it's Yvonne. Yeah, Yvonne in Montreal. Hi, Montreal, Yvonne. <laughs> That's how I call you. you. You're Montreal, Yvonne. Oh, my God. You know, this is really great. This call came in like in divine timing because with 
everything that is going on. My new business is now being registered in the Dominican Republic. Yay. That's going good. My house is for sale. I'm told it should sell May or June or September, October. Yay. But I want to call. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's moving forward. And now I'm feeling insecure. I want to call psychics, and I want to read the astrology, the horoscopes. And I'm thinking, whoa, Yvonne, get a good grip on yourself. So what is it that makes me so insecure you're, to want to reach you're out? Attached, like, huh? You're just attached. You're really attached. I'm attached. To yeah, you're attached to, like all of us, if we want something really a lot, we get really attached to it, and we want validation, and we want uh, a guarantee. You know, and we we want to be able to trust that it's going to happen exactly the way we want it. And I'll say the same thing to you: is let go of it, have the intention, have your focus on the outcome, and let go of the attachment to it. Meaning, let go of the when and the how and the why, not the why, the when and the how, the when and the how. Because if you let go of that attachment piece then it doesn't feel quite as, it's basically you just say to yourself, it's going to happen in the highest and best time for all concerned. And if you say that, everything is happening for the highest and best for all concerned, it can't go wrong. We may think that we want it to be a certain way, but you know you know the drill. Sometimes things happen uh, at a different time or a different way. And then we look back on it and we go, man, I'm sure glad that happened that way because it happened perfectly in time. If it had happened any earlier, then, then you know, X, Y, Z wouldn't have happened. So we get to look at everything from hindsight. So what I'm saying and reminding us is to just know that the highest and best for all concerned, you can't go wrong. And that's just trust and allow and don't ask how. And having that intuition of it's, I know it's going to happen exactly in perfect time. You can call it divine time. You can call it perfect time. You can say, you know, just letting go of the blinders because when we are so attached to it being happening, okay, then oftentimes it puts blinders on us and we don't allow the magic or allow the miracles to happen or come to us in other ways because we're so focused. So I want to control the time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, control Control the time, but also control that I'm not going to miss out on any important information that, Trust that guidance will be revealed. Oh, my intuition will serve me. Oh, my God. See? You just did it. That's perfect. You see how brilliant you Thank are? Thank you. Look at that. No, you are brilliant. Thank no, you, you just for came right to it. This out of me. I love that. I love that. You came right to it. Hello? Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Thank okay, you so yeah. much, Bird. Well, Thank you. You're welcome, honey. Just trust and allow, and your guidance will allow that. And Oh, my God, I'm going to breathe I, because I've been eating. I'm starting to gain a few pounds, and my jeans are getting tight. I'm thinking, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Breathing is good. We like breath. So just taking those deep breaths and saying, I pray for the highest good for all concerned. It's happening in divine time. I am not attached to when or how. And I know it's happening in divine time. The highest and best for all concerned. This or something better. Right, and I have trustworthy people helping me out. There you go. Perfect. Hello? Yes? Thank you. You're welcome. Hello, Bert? Yes. Um, 
this is Nicole Van Dyke. I have a, a kind of a deep um, issue around trust. I think many people maybe have the same issue. Um, I came from a very abusive uh, childhood, and I, you know, have gone to Unity. I've read thousands. I've been to your workshop. I've read thousands of books. And I have a fundamental issue with knowing, you know, everyone says everything works out for the highest good, but I can never wrap my head around that the childhood abuse worked out for my highest good. And having faith and trust in God that everything will work out for my best when I've had very traumatic experiences and there has been pain and suffering. And so I have trouble completely trusting God and completely trusting myself and I, you know, trying to have it, but then there's always that doubt, well, where was God when, when this was happening? Exactly, and I I understand that, honey, and so that is definitely, obviously, as you know, that's what we do, we work with a lot, with a lot of different people, and um, I highly invite you to come back to our graduate level so you can get into that in a deeper level with our passionate manifestation, but... The thing about that is when you tr- if you don't trust God or the universe or trust in yourself because of past experiences and you have a lot of evidence and people have evidence that it just doesn't work. Yes. Or where, or where the hell were they or what, you know. What, right. It's not I like I made a paranoid delusion. I mean, it, right. it's factual. Right. That's what happened. So here's the thing. When is the best time to start trusting your intuition, past, present, or future? Oh, present, obviously. Okay. Well, for some people, it's not that obvious. So, again, if you say to yourself every day, I choose to trust, I choose to trust, and I trust the highest and best concerned for, I choose to trust for the highest and best for all concerned now. And make that choice every day. And when that fear comes up or that doubt Well, I just up, felt like a tightening in my chest even just when you said that. Okay. I felt so, a tightening in my chest. Yes, yes. And when you have that tightening of your chest or you have that doubt that comes up, okay, you, you, what you're doing, honey, is you're bringing up all the things and the reasons why not, okay? So okay. So what, what's happening is, may I suggest you do a pattern interrupt and what that means is you just maybe pinch yourself when you feel that doubt or the tightening of your chest. You pinch uh-huh. yourself and that reminds you to breathe. So you take a deep breath. So you pinch yourself first so you stop the doubt and the fear because, uh-huh. you're, because you're focusing on the pinch and the, and the little pinch on your arm. Yeah. And then that reminds you to take a big breath. So you take a big breath in and dissipate that feeling and dissipate that energy out because what you want to do is to be present. What you want to right. do is to focus on right now. Because right. all that you can't all that stuff in the past, that stuff that we work through, okay? And when the doubt and the fear comes up that oh my god, you know, if I do it, what's what am I what's what's not going to work this time, you know? So when you when you have that doubt and fear come up, pinch yourself, focus your your attention to the pinch, and then take a deep breath. But and it's then, like uh, it's like the childhood stuff. I know I had no control over, but okay. like getting into the domestic violence and the uh, and the and the the self harm issues that I've had um, is is hard 
because I've made bad decisions for myself, All like right, so forgive many. yourself for that, meaning that when every time you say I've made bad decisions, the guilt comes up. And remember what I said about yeah. guilt. Whenever you feel guilty about a decision you've made about your past, what that does is you're vibrating guilt, and that demands punishment. So therefore, uh, because you're vibrating guilt, you will either self-sabotage and punish yourself, or you will attract someone to you to punish you. Either way, right. guilt demands punishment. So the whole piece of this for you, honey, is I'm innocent because that's the opposite of guilt. I am innocent, and you start with focusing the present moment. So when doubt and fear come up, okay, when doubt and fear come up and you say, I don't know, this this hadn't worked before, and I haven't been able to trust my intuition, and I made bad choices, stop, pinch yourself, take a deep breath. I choose to trust myself today. And that is a pattern interrupt. It will stop the pattern for the moment. And with you, Nicole, I know you know it's definitely come to you know come back to essence of being and receive and get the other end of it. But also, uh, come to our graduate level class, and uh, that is something that we get into quite a bit about forgiveness, about all those things in the past. So you can find passion in your life again and manifest what you want. Okay, so we open up that receiving. So. I just, you know, we can talk offline a little more about that. Yeah, um, that would be wanna, great. Okay, just just give me a call, hon. And by the way, anybody, okay. burge at essenceofbeing.com is my email. And you can go to essenceofbeing.com and see all of our wonderful experiences coming up. Uh, I am getting ready and prepared this weekend to trust my intuition and help other people trust their own intuition with my Higher Vibes class that we're doing this weekend in Atlanta. So that's coming up this weekend, Friday Friday night, Saturday during the day from 9 to 6, and Sunday from 10 to 2. And that's all about divine uh, guidance, trusting your your spirit guides, trusting your intuition, being able to be in the world and have your gifts and understanding your gifts and how to manage all that energy around you so it doesn't affect you. So it's a really high sacred energy class. It's a lot different than the essence of being, which is our main first class that people take. But higher vibes is a little more of the energetic um, finding your and trusting your, your your special gifts that you have and how to use them in the world without it affecting you. So I invite all of you to come. We have space left. We have a few spaces left for Atlanta this weekend. Go on essenceofbeing.com and you can see all the other things. I'll be in Europe next next month, so I'm going to be in England teaching at the, uh, the Essence of Abundance, um, and also I'll be in France as well. So the next month will be um, June 20th, which is our power hour for them. Uh, and we are going. What I'm going to do is a special thing. Since I'm going to be in Europe, I'm going to be um, broadcasting some videos for you on June 20th. So it'll be a little different than what I normally do. Uh, it won't be a live power hour like this, but it'll. I'm going to have four different videos for you 
to explore, discover, and, and watch. Uh, and as soon as you sign up for that, for our Power Hour, for that, you'll get the videos immediately. So that is something I'm going to be doing a little differently, just, just for June, just for next month, since I'm out of the country. Um, and it'll be a li- little easier. So I just, I'm going to unmute everybody. Let's see. So I've unmuted everybody, and I hope that this, and trust that this this hour was powerful for you, and uh, opened up some maybe some eyeballs and some allowing you to trust yourself a little more and your intuition to know the difference and how to discern. And just know that I love you guys, and I appreciate everybody being on the call and connecting. And please check out the blogs on essenceofbeing.com and join our membership. Uh, it's free just to get on there and be a member of, of our healing course. And I will be all over the place the next little while. So come play with us. And if you have anything you want to talk with me further about, uh, just email Burge at essenceofbeing.com and you will be also getting the replay of this call if you registered uh, on the uh, site. So if you registered for the Power Hour, you'll be getting a replay for sure and uh, send it to anybody you want. So with with that, I uh, just want to say so long, everybody. If you want to shout out. Love so and bless you. Thank you. Thank that you. Bless everything. I know your birthday's coming up. You're a Gemini, so happy in advance. <laughs> thank you. It's a big one. It's a big yes, one. Yes, thank you. Is it? Well, congratulations, Sonny. BTB people have done that. <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you very It's a good one. Love you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.